0: Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. Welcome on The Culture News. My name is David Cerebro, and I have the pleasure today on IHOP Radio to welcome such a wonderful, wonderful artist. Let me tell you, she has it all. She has it all. She's a critically acclaimed vocalist. She's a songwriter. Her performances are literally jaw-dropping. She has done so amazing, so many amazing things, and of course, you have her. Uh, you have heard her on this very beautiful performance called "Never Enough" on the Oscar-nominated and Grammy Award-winning "The Greatest Showman." Uh, she was absolutely phenomenal on this soundtrack. Her voice is simply mind-blowing. But guess what? She is bringing it even at a higher level today because she's bringing to us this wonderful wonderful i would not say it enough not say it enough this wonderful new single called this summer and let me tell you, you you can listen to that track every season of the year you will still feel like it is the summer the lovely the lovely the gorgeous and i'm very honored to have her today on the show lauren all right, Lauren, how are you today, my dear?
1: Hi, David, thank you so much for having me. I'm doing so well, so excited to be here.
0: Listen, it is such an honor. First of all, I'm a huge fan of you, so I want you to know that, you know? <laughs> and <laughs> and that's number one. And number two is that I'm just crazy about that new track of yours, because you are taking us to, again, do this new direction to this wonderful, uh, um, new, I would say genre, because you went a little bit to the uh NC, you know, adult contemporary uh, pop music with a blend of rock also in, in some ways, but yet you kept your beautiful uh, vocal performances. So before we start to talk about all of that, my dear Lauren, I would love to know more about yourself. I would love to know where you're from and how did you start music?
1: Sure, um well, I was born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, um, and my parents are both classical musicians. My father's a choral conductor and a professor, and my mother is an opera singer and vocal coach, so I was always surrounded by kind of a classical and uh, musical theater influences growing up and My mom would kind of teach me and my younger siblings all how to harmonize together and and that's. Kind of um you know the the story of my childhood and music, really, but it wasn't until I discovered kind of the big powerhouse vocalists like Mariah Carey, Celine Dion, um that I really connected with my own voice and just kind of realized uh what the voice can do, so that's that's really my my first influence into music really
0: and let me tell you you have some very good genes uh in the family. <laughs> Because <gasps> you know, God bless really your 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 parents, and uh, definitely we feel the the vocal stamina that 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 you have, the the power uh, of your voice, the perfect control and the diction. Uh, we also hear it in your speaking voice, so that's really really beautiful. You're absolutely wonderful. So then after uh, you uploaded, you started to upload videos on YouTube, and you were in a way discovered and championed by. Uh, a very young singer <laughs> named <laughs> Nio, who is like one of the top best singers and one of the best vocalists that I know. Uh, so t- can you tell us uh, how that that meeting um, started to, to come together? Because he after um, helped you in a way to sign a record deal with Ireland, Iceland and uh, Dev Jam.
1: Uh, sure. So, I mean, I always knew I wanted to be a singer. So, I auditioned for um, the music school at Berkeley College of Music in Boston. And when I was there, I met a, a friend named Chris who was there for um, piano. And we decided together that we would start uploading YouTube covers, uh, which was kind of a new concept at the time. We knew YouTube as kind of a video hosting platform, but in terms of um, musical covers, there weren't many people doing that. And we just were having fun with it. We really wanted to get some feedback from people. And we posted maybe five or six videos, and I got a message from someone from Neo's team, and they asked me if I would come down to Atlanta and sing for them. And that eventually led me to leaving school, taking the risk, moving to Atlanta, and recording um, a bunch of uh, demos to show to to labels, and and it eventually led me to signing with Island Duff Jam Records, which was such a whirlwind for you know an 18 year old student in music school.
0: Wow, well you you are definitely late in your career, right? At 18 to sign <laughs> with
1: such
0: you know a great record label. I mean, at 18 years old, I don't know if I knew how to say my own name, you know?
1: (laughs) I mean, I can relate to that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you're doing so that, and and you're right, you know, the, the way how YouTube is such a tool, and especially at that time, um, it, you know, people didn't post really covers of, uh, of the famous stuff. Uh, so then after in 2012, if I'm not mistaken, you entered this great um, competition in a way, this great uh, reality TV. I don't know how to call it. But for me, it's really, really such a huge platform, an important platform uh, called The Voice. And you were selected with Adam Levine, so you you just met all my favorite artists, you know Adam <laughs> Levine, Niall, and yourself. So you know, so um, so you did over there. You got great success. You like killed it when you sang. Uh, I believe the very first uh, blind audition that you did was "When Love Takes Over." Is that right?
1: That's true. Yes. Yeah. Um, so,
0: so yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
1: Oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, what I wanted to say is t- tell us that experience of uh, of going at the voice of auditioning cuz now we know that the voice is huge you know that even seasoned professionals they they go there because they they like okay I'm basically going to save 2 million dollars of uh, marketing and promotion <laughs> <laughs> you know by going there um and I'm going to get gigs for the next uh, at least 10 years I'm kind of all set but in those days, you know, when, when The Voice started, um, it was, you know, it, it needed some time to make its own play. Um How did you feel at that time? Were you offered it? Did you audition for it? How how all of that happened, Lauren?
1: I mean, even though I was signed, well, you know, we saw the value in The Voice. And I think a lot of people don't realize that um, signed artists are still struggling. They still need to get themselves out there. And so I did do the whole audition process. Um, you know, there are many rounds of auditions before you see the blind audition. And it was really um, a learning experience for me. I had never done anything on TV, really. Uh, and and really what, what we want as artists is exposure. And so that's exactly what The Voice did for me. And I I still value that experience so much to this day.
0: And we, we value it uh, also because we we can still listen to your to these tracks also with our dear friends of uh, Spotify. So please, uh, if you have a chance, listen to it. Then after in 2014, I think this is definitely one of the biggest highlights of your very important and beautiful career. Is um, you were uh, selected as um, part of the recording ensemble of these very important film, which I, I think, you know, being a fan myself of musical film, I think it took the, um, the musical film industry, like, to a new level, you know, it's called The Greatest Showman, it should have been called The Greatest Musical Film, but they called it The Greatest Showman, uh, with, uh, of course, uh, you know, web, rep- Rebecca Ferguson and a lot, a lot of um, of a wonderful, wonderful artists. So you t- tell us how all of that happened because you you sing there these beautiful performance of a beautiful song called Never Enough.
1: Sure. So you know after being signed and going on the Voice and just kind of going back and forth with the label about when my album was going to get released as the years passed. Um, I just kind of realized that, that I needed to take a mental break from the music industry. It wasn't kind of working out how I had hoped, which led me to kind of doing more behind the scenes work, such as uh studio work. So when I got into, um, that industry in New York, I was hired to do the female demos for the greatest showman. And, um, and that's sort of when, uh, and and what I'm trying to say is usually the actress would kind of listen to the demo and um, kind of emulate it just to learn the song. And, and then at the end of the day, it's their voice on the song. Um, but in this case, I recorded um, the demo to Never Enough. And Rebecca Ferguson heard the demo and the producers decided that it might be a good fit for them to use my voice for that song specifically, which was something that was so unexpected for me because I really just saw this as um, an amazing studio work opportunity to begin with. I thought it was incredible that I was even a part of... what I believe to be um, the first original movie musical to happen in a very long time. And I got to sing in the ensemble parts of that movie. So so the whole thing was a dream come true to me. But when it came to the song Never Enough, and they asked me if I would be comfortable leaving my voice in for the movie, I just really couldn't believe it. Um, and, and that turned into kind of the perfect me, uh entrance th- back into the music industry for me.
0: Tell me you told them when they offered you to to record it properly and like on the definite recording. Tell me you told them, Oh, you know, let me think about it. I'm not sure yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no, tell definitely me you not. It a bit
0: like that. <laughs>
1: <kidding>. <laughs> no, no. There was no hesitation. The only hesitation really um was kind of inside me. I I had been used to to being promised things. I I think anyone that's working in the music industry gets kind of used to uh, the rug being pulled out from under you. So I really decided I wouldn't believe that this could be true until I was sitting in the theater watching it. And lo and behold, that's what happened.
0: Yeah. You're you so right. I mean, I always say if everything that was supposed to happen would have happened, we would all be billionaires, you know, in that industry.
1: You <laughs> this know. is true. <laughs> we, With low we, expectations and you'll always ex- be happy.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, of course, The Greatest Showman um, had was, uh, was a wonderful movie back in 2017. Uh, it starred Hugh Jackman, Zac Efron, Michelle Williams, uh, Rebecca Ferguson, and Zendaya, wonderful person, Zendaya. So in we are after a little bit fast-forwarding uh, before your PR team kills me that I'm going longer than expected, but that's how it goes, you know what I mean? When we have such a great person such as yourself, I'm taking my time, you know, that that's how it goes. So um so if anything I would say you talk too much. I would always say that, but I'm kidding. This is so, my fault. <laughs> no, this is your fault. This is your phone. No no Laura, it's really an honor and a privilege to to have you. So you having now we are fast forwarding to these amazing, amazing, amazing did I say amazing? I repeat it, amazing, <laughs> uh new track of yours called This Summer. This Summer is absolutely Wonderful! I love the visuals, by the way. Um, Really, really good. So tell us how that song was was brought. How did you start to put that song together? Because uh, before you were singing covers, so now you're doing this big leap in a way to sing your own material. How do you feel with that? Do you feel more pressure actually, or um, do you? Are you? This is what you wanted to do.
1: Uh, this is always what I wanted to do. You know, I'm so grateful for the opportunity of being able to sing Never Enough and that that enabled me to travel around the world and kind of be able to carry this huge ballad. But but what happened is, is that it creates a lot of pressure for the follow-up. And I always knew that I wanted to kind of have a debut project um, kind of introducing me as an artist, but following Never Enough was... <laughs> I knew it was going to be a challenge. But what happened during quarantine is that I was just kind of alone in my apartment. I was also experiencing, I think, just like a lot of us, uh, a, a breakup uh, at that time. And it just led me to writing some of the most vulnerable material I've ever written. And it just seemed like the perfect transition and and something that I don't think would compete with Never Enough because it's so different. I really wanted to let fans in to yeah. um, my personal life. So I hope that it does just that.
0: Well, let me tell you, I do not wish you any more any breakups. But if a breakup <laughs> <laughs> leads to such a beautiful song, then you know I'm kind of happy if you have more breakup, Like, how about a new breakup every week? You know that would be great. You know, so we have a new this summer every week. Can you believe that, guys? That would be so wonderful uh no definitely such such a great track I, I love how it starts you know with the guitars and everything just want to say to our audience that don't worry at the end of this interview of course you're going to hear it this summer and you're going to hear it massively it's going to be non-stop until you know the lyrics by heart i want everybody to share that music to buy that music to stream that music to put a little word on social media lorraine is absolutely uh adorable i also want to say that you. Perform with one of the greatest uh, producer uh, in the world. Um, I think his name is David Foster, right?
1: <laughs> that would be right.
0: <laughs> that would be right. And you were a big fan. You grew up listening to people such as Ten Indian, you know, so Whitney Houston. So how is it to perform with a little bit the man behind the music?
1: I mean, I think any vocalist grew up knowing exactly who David Foster was and and had. Dreams of meeting him one day, and uh, Michael Bublé reached out to me after I did *The Greatest Showman* to do a duet on his album, which then led me to meeting David Foster. Um, and they're they're close friends; they work together. And I I could not believe it. I got to perform on his PBS special. I got to tour with him, singing the very songs that I listened to growing up that taught me how to sing. So it's still so surreal to me to even believe that that happened.
0: Well, listen, one of the best things you can say if someone doesn't doesn't have the pleasure of knowing you. you can say, "Listen, Mike Bubbley recommended me to David Foster. you know <laughs> that I think you put just that phrase on your business card you know you you don't need to add anything else. I think it it's big of his own because let me tell you. Before one of these big guys recommends someone, you know, it must be really exceptional. And that's what you are, Lauren. You are absolutely uh, exceptional. You can follow Lauren on all of her um, social media, uh, Lauren Allred on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook, Lauren Allred Official, uh, also on YouTube, Lauren Allred Official, uh, Spotify, and of course, she has a wonderful website. I say hello to our friend, uh, Chantal Reader. Um, my dear Lauren, before we start to play your wonderful track, what is what is new for you after that? What are your your next projects? Hopefully we will get um we will get past this uh pandemic, which in a way, you know, for some artists made us very creative. Like everybody recorded five albums, wrote twelve books, you know. So uh <laughs> I, I would love to know what is next for you after uh, after that.
1: Um, I mean, I've written a lot of material. We have a whole EP ready to go. We're probably going to release a couple more singles in the in the following months, months to come, and I'm so excited to share it with you. I, I'm really, really proud of this new music, and I think it's going to be uh, very relatable since the, this is the first time the whole world has really been through exactly the same thing at the same time. So, I hope everyone enjoys it.
0: Well, everyone will, you know, and if they don't, I will go personally to their houses to make sure that they enjoy it. I'm going to go to knock on everyone's door. I'm going to start in my own building and to pass them the track of this summer. I'm going to play it in the lobby of the apartment. I'm gonna have, you know, these uh, JBL uh, speakers. I'm gonna I'm gonna be your best ambassador, Lauren. You're going oh, they're gonna find better you. than me <laughs> out there. You know, I tell you, I tell you that. You know, I even Michael Bublé and David Foster, they're gonna say, Look, we're great musicians, but David is the better promoter, you know, just have to <laughs> to, to, to accept it, you know. You
1: so, can come so on nobody... the road with me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you have my cell phone, you reach out, anytime you have something I want you to know, Lauren, this is your show. This is your station. This is your, uh, you have the keys. So you just call and boom, we will talk about what you do because you are definitely someone who makes life around better. And we love what you're doing. We love to see you. You're gorgeous. You're wonderful singer. Is there anything you do that is bad? Tell me that you cook bad. Tell me you play bad basketball. Let, let us. Make us feel good because we're like, oh my god! I thought I did something with my life, and when I see you, when I see the the things you've done, when I see your level, I'm like, I'm the worst singer ever. So, t- <laughs> t- tell me that there's something that you do that you know not as good as everybody. Tell us, like basketball, oh, you, you play basketball, tell us.
1: <laughs> um- well, traveling a lot has has uh, led me to not spending a lot of time in the kitchen. So in that sense, you are correct. I'm not okay, a very good. good cook, but I did experiment during quarantine. I'm trying to get better, but, but don't come over for dinner in the meantime.
0: <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> the dinner, if I come over, if people come over to you, the last thing they will think is, what are we going to eat? <laughs> They'll be like, oh, I'm honored to meet Lorraine, you know. Um, no, no, but, you know, I'm a, I'm a wonderful cook on Uber Eats. Like, anything you want to eat, I, I know how to order it perfectly. We have you know, that takes, in common. No, but, you know, Lauren, it takes a lot, a lot of work to be able to really type um, what you want to order. If you want uh, uh, not spicy, too much spicy, et cetera, you have to know, really, it takes a lot of years. You know, I did training for that to, to be able to order on Uber Eats, so... Um, if you A ever need uh, yeah, <laughs> to order on Uber Eats, then you can count. Okay, now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely, my name is David Saviva. I had the pleasure today on iHeartRadio to have the absolute gorgeous, this gem of coming directly from God, beautiful person, beautiful singer, Lauren Allred. Lauren Allred, already is the one word, Lauren Allred. Please check her out, Lauren. is spelled L-O-R-E-N, Lauren, All She has this new song uh, this summer. Check it out, definitely. Purchase it, stream it. I want a million stream by the end of the week. I want everybody on it, all our forces. But right now, it's this summer, but the lovely Lauren, All Stay tuned with us.